Hello, listeners! So, in today's episode, I forgot what I was gonna do this episode, because I couldn't find it in the last episode. I like to check. So, in today's episode, we will be going over... What did I have written down? I had it written down somewhere. One minute, one minute, one minute. some little we're gonna just gonna be going over some contents of witchcraft this is gonna be a whatever episode filled with information so let's start this off misconceptions about witchcraft i need to be religious this is most definitely not true whatsoever um witchcraft is in fact a practice um well, you know, Wicca, Wicca is a religion, just like Christianity, um, Satanism, Lucerism, Buddhism, etc., etc. But witches can practice any religion with, within or without their craft. Um, I know I am a witch who is an atheist. I don't believe in the whole God thing, but I do believe in Apollo, Artemis, Eris, those. Um, another misconception is that you need to, that I need to be structured. Um, so, I've noticed a lot in some comments on Amino is that, like, there's the topic of what separates beginners and intermediates. And one thing I really commonly see in beginners who have just started out, I need to cast a full circle perfectly or or it won't work. Versus someone who's been practicing for a long time, aka a bit of an expert. Meh, I've got some leftover sage, a rock. My kid picked up on a walk and some chicken bones from, from wings last night. <laughs> so, really all in all, Witchcraft is what you make it. Uh, I really think the most important aspect is your intention and the energy you put out into the universe. Um, I don't... Yeah, but you don't need to be structured. You don't need to make everything perfect. No. <laughs> it doesn't need... No. 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 <laughs> Like, you know, some, um, sometimes if it's gonna be something pretty big, I do a full-on ritual. Like, I take out the candles, I take out, I take out the eggshells, I take out the black salt, I take it all out, everything. Um, but then you sometimes I just smack on a spell with little to no preparation and little to no tools. Yes spells work without tools. It all depends on your intuition. Intuition. Your path is your own. You should feel comfortable practicing the way that feels comfortable and free, not like you have to do these certain little things like school. There's no timeline. There's no deadline at all. You can do what you wish. Although, just don't go out hexing these big bodily spirits. The moon, 
the magic moon where we draw power from no don't don't be like those baby witches that did that you can't you physically and spiritually cannot it's impossible <laughs> and another, and there's a few quite a few more things i see i can't do it because someone did it first witchcraft is an ever evolving practice it's filled with millions of beautiful and creative people um, you know, but, you know, all of us can get a little bit dried up sometimes, you know, don't, don't ever be ashamed to, you know, ask for help, to ask for some advice, um, don't feel ashamed to ask for help, like, adapt elements from someone else's poems, practice, recipes, blah, 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 um, like, you know, if you're just wondering if someone, if someone is uncomfortable, comfortable you're not sure if they're okay with people using the work they made and came up with um you know just ask you're not gonna lose anything by asking um in expecting your craft to be 100% original all the time is one way to definitely burn yourself out very quickly um you know information is out there to be shared and used and repurposed recycled and made into something new and different not all the time though you know once you've reached a level of comfort and your knowledge you can give it back to the community that helped shape that helped shape who you are that that helped shape who you are that day for example me i've been practicing for a very very long time now and it's to the point where i feel where I feel comfortable and wanted to make this podcast to help baby witches, um, like some of, like a few of my friends who who became very interested in the topic because I brought it up. <laughs> like one of them was having a whole mental breakdown. You know who you are. Anyway, and another really huge misconception I see that every single baby witch and every and even religious people talk about light magic is good and dark magic is evil this is absolutely not true there is a school however there is a school of thought on this question um i personally don't claim to be the authority on what is good and evil um so instead here is my perspective just like every just like witchcraft there is both good and evil in the whole entire world this is there's good and bad of community it's everywhere you can't you can't escape from it it what makes it so good and evil is what makes the universe so variable and unique but it's not always separated neatly into light and dark you know you can do good with both types and vice versa the only person who can decide whether or not you'll be practicing light, dark, or both is you. And yourself only. You need to make that choice based on your moral code and your interpretation of these forces. I am not a grey witch, but I do consider both to be very much necessary. And you know, if you look at space, it wouldn't be be- it wouldn't be as beautiful without the void between the superno- supernovas, stars, meteor showers. It wouldn't be as beautiful because 
you know, framing the burning sun and the gently glowing moon, without without suffering, we wouldn't be able to appreciate the hap the happiness in our lives. And you just wouldn't, you know, <laughs> if you know what I'm even meaning anymore. But yeah, another oh my gosh, another huge misconception I see, and this is perceived in a lot of TV shows, and you're just messing around as a little kid. It either comes naturally, or I can't do magic. If you work hard and do your research, you will succeed. You know, just like life. Um. Some people are better at math than others are. Some people are better at science than others are. It's the same way with witchcraft. There may be some areas where you're good at and your other witch friend may not be good at. I personally know I'm very well. It just comes. Spirituality just comes really natural to me. Um, working with the elements is comes very naturally to me. Um, but, and there are some areas that don't come as natural to me. Um, I never really used to meditate. I am a natural lucid dreamer. Um, I've, I've been lucid dreaming for as long as I can remember, like, I have memories. I can bring back dreams from, that I dreamed back, way back in, from when I was in preschool. And they're not the brightest things. Um, but I'm fine that making spells and doing them it doesn't take away any of my energy a lot of witches a lot of witches you'll find that creating spells like depletes them of all their en energy but for me no it doesn't <laughs> i can make spells just like that and nothing will have been depleted because <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's just me um I'm pretty good at my intuition. Um, some people are good at tarot, some people aren't. I'm personally still working on my tarot skills, reading skills, since I don't have, you know, an actual tarot deck. I use playing cards and dice. Speaking of dice, we're gonna go quickly on a on the off-topic train here. Did you know you can just use you can use D and D dice like a D twenty. Even and evens and odds. So evens are yes, odds are no. I take um, a nat a nat twenty as a hell yes, and a nat one as a hell no. <laughs> That's what I take it as. Um, you you, you just need to be and right, back on topic. You need to be patient with yourself. You know, give yourself space to breathe and focus on things that come easier for a while. Um. One thing I have noticed, though, is... Ooh, wait, no, where did it go? <laughs> it just, poof, it disappeared! No! Where did it go? It it, it just died. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll come back to it if I remember. So here's some, um, another one is, I need to find my deity. No, you don't. You don't need to find it right away. They will come 
to you. You can feel free to worship them by all means. Go ahead, even if you're a baby witch, go ahead, worship them. Treat them like the people they are, gods, holy people. Or you could just treat them as people. I just would not. I'm sorry, I'm trying to read back on that thing. Where'd it go? <laughs> I'm trying to regain my train of thought and it, it broken, gone, dead. It died. <laughs> oh, I'll come back to it. Like I said before, you don't need to follow a religion to practice witchcraft. Um, most atheists, most most atheists, witches don't work with deities. Um, deity, deity. I don't know how to pronounce it either. What, what, whatever works for you. Deity, 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 deity. Deity. Gosh, uh, they all sound so similar to one teacher I have. She's like same last, same last name, and it sounds just like deity. Deity. A deity. You don't need to work with them. They're completely optional. You can work. You can work strictly with male, with male gods, or you can work strictly with gods or goddesses. Or you could work with none. You could work with both. It's really up to you. Just um, like I mentioned in a earlier episode, don't jump into it right away. You know, you can do your research, but but yeah, you don't need to find your deity. They're not the they're they're not your number one concern. They are at least your concerns, actually, cause. Yeah. That's the other thing I noticed. There's this one other thing that I noticed and I can't remember what it was. Let me quickly skim through this one more time. Dang it, it hasn't come back. Damn, okay. So, you all know that we went over types of witches in the last two episodes. We went over them. And I don't think we've yet, we've yet gone over types of magic. So, you, there's no need to feel obliged to feel, to, not feel, know every type about every type of magic. Also, um, when it comes to witchcraft, magic is spelled M A G I C K, not M I M A G I C. Anyway, so let's get straight into it. Um. Start us out. So starting, we have candle. We have candle magic. Um, it's her. 
Candle magic harnesses the power of fire, the element of transformation to bring change and to bring change. You may want to find a candle color and oils, herbs, and spices that correspond with your goal. Um, for example, green. If you want, um, if you if you do candle magic, or if, okay. Before I get into the whole entire rant about candles and their colors, because I know I'm going to. Um, there is one thing you do need to know. Um, you don't need to pra- you you don't need to practice just strictly one one type of magic um they're they're all up for grabs you can practice them all you can just strictly use a certain type but they're literally these are just certain types that most witches use anyway for example if you're doing a money spell green candle spirituality purple creativity orange or yellow pretty sure pretty sure it's orange strength or love red so on and so forth. Also, by the way, black candles can also be for hexing, but they're also very good for protection and if you want to worship Hades. <laughs> Elemental magic. Magic that, that works by honoring or acknowledging the elements water, earth, air, and fire, and spirit. They usually dedicate different areas of the altar to each element and call upon them during spells and rituals. Um, in the next episode, I'm definitely gonna go over, definitely gonna go over, whatchamacallit, elements, um, those are some pretty important keys in order to learning, and then probably if the episode isn't too long, I can get into Talesman and uh, Sigils, or the difference, and what are they? Lunar magic. Um. So they're more no. They're more. They're more well known as witches. Like you know, there's lunar witches, which are more common than just using the magic. But anyway, um, a witch who works with who works magic with or honors the moon and its energy in phases. Um. Most type of people who use their magic, lunar mag- magic, or lunar witches, uh, they tend to cast magic during the night rather than the day. Just like lunar, there's also a sun witch, and there's also sun magic. So it's basic. So it's literally the exact same as lunar, except we place on the moon with the sun during the day, not night. Next, we have green magic. Um, using plants, herbs, and flowers in herbal and natural magic. You know, like creating mixes and blends of different plants, or primarily herbs and spell work. And there's a head witch. We're going over like the most common types of magic. There are so many different types. My gosh, you know, like like I said, this episode is just going to be going to be filled to the brim. Well, the next episode too, we're going to probably split this up into two parts. This is just an information. This is just an episode filled to the brim with knowledge and information. Like I said, heads, head, hedge witch. Uh, they're a type of magic orientated around more spiritual work, you know, like astral travel and projection, pro- projection, lucid dreaming, spirit work, and healing. 
low healing. Maybe I'll have some guest stars on here. I don't know. It's kind of lonely just doing a solo. Kitchen. The kitchen magic is worked specifically through kitchen craft. You know, like herbal mixtures, brewing, baking, cooking. You honor aspects of the natural world. Herbs, crystals, the fae, and the elements. Which we will, we will go over the fae and the elements because those two are just such big topics they need to have their own episode. Cottage magic is weaved or work into everyday tasks and like around the house for loved ones. You know, cooking, cleaning. I know I definitely did some cottage ma magic today. Um, I went through my whole entire room. You know, like when I say a whole room, I mean like I moved the bed, I moved my dresser, I looked like I was moving somewhere like across the world. <laughs> Next, we have a tech. W um, tech. They're more commonly known as they're more common tech witches than the use of magic. Um, you 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 most likely have a few magical apps in your phone, digital sigils, or an online digital um, book of shadows, um, or a grimoire. Um, you can either have both. So a grimoire. Is filled with information and spells and, ex and experiences depending if you want a book of shadows or not um, but if you have a book of shadows then that's for your experiences what you did for tarot you know what were what happened during tarot um, and that's really helpful if you're if you think a deity is reaching out to you um, or then again you could just use a diary I use a diary. I've had this diary since kindergarten. So, fun. Anyway, garden magic. Um, it's mostly, if not all, herbs, botanical related. Um, these are, uh, you're connected to the earth when using garden magic. And they're a branch. And garden magic is a branch off. It's a branch of green magic. Next, energy! Energy magic is based on energy exercises and manipulation rather than with physical tools or manipulate or <laughs> materials. Crystal! <laughs> Their crystal magic is with stones and crystals during spells, using crystals and healing techniques like amethyst. It may also include chakra balance and crystal meditation. Amethyst is a great, are great, um, crystals for healing and it's either red jasper or or tiger's eye that is really good for grounding and protection I'm pretty sure it's red jasper um flora which they're flora oh my god <laughs> flora magic working mostly with floral materials and flowers in that spell or spell work it's once again a branch off of green Fey witch, fey magic. My God, <laughs> fey magic. For those who communicate and work with the fey during spells and rituals, draconic magic. For those who can call upon or work with dragons and dragon energy in their practice, both in actual mat matters or in spirits, spells and rituals. I just can't speak today, can I? <sighs> Music. 
magic. Um, it's working with music, musical chimes, rhythms, and just humming, singing, clapping, singing chants, during spells, or playing interest or playing instruments. Fun fact: you can just literally dance on your room, jamming to music, or do a TikTok dance with intent. Boom! Your space is cleansed. It's literally that easy, and I had no clue. So I learned something, and that was learned off of TikTok. Like we have chaos or chaotic magic. It's a type of magic using new or non-traditional methods for pushing your will and invention, invention, intention <laughs> through the universe. A new and individualistic practice with possible pieces from other common forms of magic. As I just will fall, fall, fall under this category. Animal, animal magic that is connected to the animal kingdom, including a deep appreciation for all animals, and often use an an often use of animal materials and spell work. Another branch of green, like literally, I swear everything is the branch of green. If you wondered why my mic just kind of made a weird noise, I laid down. Now we have blood magic that deals with blood or other life-giving fluid. Term for those who work with blood. What? With blood and life-oriented magic. Sigil! This is just witchcraft working mainly with sigils and the intent that can activate a sigil's power. No, just art. This is art magic. Uh, can work through arts and crafts, painting, drawing, building, creating. Just really just doing anything. Sketching. Boom. <laughs> magic. Gray. Um... This is gray magic. Uh, it neither benefits or harms others. You know, it could, it could also both harm and benefit at the same time, balancing and neutralizing as it is. Bone magic, Collect, uh, collecting and using animal bones and and rituals, or just or practice and maybe for altar uses, decoration or charms and jewelry. Astronomy! Oh my I looked in light for too long. Astronomy and space magic working with planets and stars, focusing their magic with the properties of each planet according to horoscope and astrology. It's a wider variant of lunar magic. Ethanry magic, in which the individual follows or works with and or worships the Norse deities. Necromancy, I think I think most of you have heard of this. A practice that may combine bone, animal, spirit work occasionally. Blood, using spirits to empower oneself. Pop culture, using pop culture lyrics and movies as a main focus or inspiration for the craft. My god, it's been 26 minutes. It's palsy. So... Okay, I'm just going to quickly go over some five steps for baby witches. Make sure to research. Um, I, there is this website where that you can, you don't have to pay for books, you can just read them online, like any book ever. But research is really important. Don't overwhelm yourself. Like, please don't. It'll, it'll discourage you from continuing. You won't want to, like, at all. So pick one topic to learn, one at a time. 
kind of like you do at school. So, one thing that I do see is that people say practice every day. No, don't. Definitely don't do that. You don't have to practice every day. It's not a requirement. It's not a law. You don't need to. No, don't. You just, you're going to be depleting yourself and it's going to be time consuming and you'll be focusing all your energy and your whole entire life on every day on just a certain thing. If you want to, go ahead. You can practice two like two days in a row and be fine with the rest of the week. You can practice as much or as little as you want. I personally don't practice that very much. Like, you know, I don't do spell drills all the time. I don't do rituals all the time. You can... I, so I do... I meditate quite often, though. Like, meditating is not just sitting down crisscross applesauce, making the peace sign going, um, no. You can, if you don't want to sit around all day, you can meditate by listening jamming out to music, reading a book, swimming, cleaning, cooking. You can really meditate by doing anything that involves action motion with the small, with the small intent in the back of your head to, you know, get acquainted to nature, you know, get out there, walk barefoot in the grass because that's then you're grounding you're in you're repleting your energy making it stronger and become and making it <sighs> on a breath here and making it less easier for your energy to go poof um you know you can find other witches like me um so you know you find other witches see hint at your friends hint at them then there's also some very important safety stuff which I'll probably go over to another episode we're just gonna over a few herbs um lavender uh, it can be added to almost any magical working to provide you know stress relief increased psychic abilities clear out spiritual energy and bring balance to a space. You can use lavender in the form of dried flowers, fresh stalks, essentials, essential oils, or incense. Sage! Never use white sage. Don't use white sage. It is a closed practice used for Indians only, specifically. If you accidentally buy it, don't use it, don't burn it. Bury it in the ground and return it back to the earth. Um, anyway, sage. When dried sage is burned to a cl- to clear the spiritual residue or energy from an area, cleanse the aura and offer spiritual protection. It opens us up to receiving spiritual messages while remaining while remaining firmly grounded. Um, its most frequent uses is to clear entities and lingering spirits from a new home before you move in. You know, tea plants or leaves. Uh, most variants of tea, black, green, white, and Along are made from the. I guess the. Camilla Sinus. So. Yeah. Uh, just a few crystals. Clear quartz. It's the ultimate multi purpose crystal and it can be used to, pro- to project or bring any kind of energy. It's also stand in for any stone, just like a white candle. Don't have, don't have an orange candle? Use a white candle. Don't have red jasper? Use clear quartz. 
it can it's it can also master healer for both spiritual for both spiritually and emotionally also it can increase it can also can increase the power of any crystal amethyst um it's also known as the lavender crystals because it's universal appealing and calming energy it helps you get more restful sleep with the fewer nightmares and with your mind to new thoughts meditation also healing i know i have some amethyst like some small amethyst crystals by my bedside table and i haven't and i haven't had any bad dreams i haven't had any in years though moonstone there are a few varieties of moonstone but the rainbow one is the most beautiful and powerful this crystal is a solid representation of the bright shining full moon it's intuitive healing and mysterious it's a talisman for traveling in the dark across water anywhere you might need the moon to light the way carnelian when you hold a carnelian you feel you have ages in your hand it's a warm and knowledgeable crystal and gives you the feeling that it knows you very well there's no as to why Wonder as to why Cornelius knows a stone of motivation, endurance, leadership, and courage. It gives the rush of warmth and joy that lingers. So that's it for today. That's it for today's episode. I think I might do some tomorrow. And it may or may not, depending on if I go over and look over this episode again we'll see if I didn't talk very loud that's because I'm right, sitting right next to a vent and all the vents are connected blah 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 and my sister's sleeping I believe we're very tired so I hope you enjoyed this episode happy crafting blessed be goodbye <laughs>